1: No. Oh, this is so good. I um, it's a a special day here at the show. Uh, before we jump in, uh, yesterday I visited uh, our friends and family, the CBS Mornings uh, crew, and um, I ended up discussing something with them. Uh, that I haven't told publicly. It's just been my very private little journey. And, um, well, let me let me give you a little glimpse of it. I'm going to say something for the first time uh, in a long time. I have not had a drink of alcohol in two and a half years.
0: Mm. Drew, what is the biggest difference between the Drew that would casually drink um, and the Drew that is practicing sobriety?
1: And it's... It's finally, you know, I love this quote, insecurity is loud, confidence is quiet. Mm. This was something I didn't talk to people about for years because it was this quiet, confident journey of just going, I just want to figure this out and go about this with no profession, no public anything. Let me do this quietly and privately. And now it's been long enough where I'm in a lifestyle that I know is really working on a high road for my little journey, and there's so much peace finally being had. It's so funny, when we reveal ourselves and our truths and the things we've worked so hard for, It's so liberating and vulnerable all at the same time. And I really want to attribute uh, this liberation and this moment in my life to our first guest. I just really want to thank uh, Machine Gun Kelly for inspiring the beginning of this journey. Um, I've wanted to go deeper on this show. Um, I wanted to pull back the veneers And he has really brought to this show what for me has been one of the greater honors to have this kind of a conversation and it's really a testament to him. So please take a look. Well, it has been quite a year for our first guest. His latest album, Tickets to My Downfall, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. That's right! He has won an American Music Award for Favorite Rock Artist. He is someone that we all just love so much. Oh, and he's a budding nail entrepreneur and artist as well. Please welcome someone I've been so excited to meet and talk to, it's Machine Gun Kelly!
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'm so excited. So your new nail collection, Mm. Undone Lacquer. Yeah,
2: uh, this is what I'm thinking. I like this, let's do this. I'm
1: so excited. I'm also,
2: I'm like having a really weird day so I just want you to, I don't want to come off like I'm cold or I'm like shy. I'm just, I'm a little insular and I'm just having an odd day.
1: You're in Mm. a really safe space. Um, The other day I walked in here and I started crying um, at the beginning of the intro. We started here in a pandemic and everybody was terrified. And I think this show, this space was born in a time where we get to keep it very real and be honest. Maybe you can feel that in the room and feel safe.
2: I think I'm new to being vulnerable outside of songs. So it's like, like I see a, a lot of pictures of me um, and there's like smiles on them. And I'm always like, it's just weird though. Cause I didn't feel good at all that day. And I, I kinda am sick of smiling on days when I don't feel like smiling. And I feel like this odd pressure because I don't want um, like my fans to think that I'm taking something for granted. So if like I accept an award and I'm like super smiley, but behind the scenes I was really, there was like stuff going on or I, I didn't feel, I don't know. I, like I, a lot of what I do is for other people and I, I haven't given myself the the time to just accept that it's okay to not be okay. So I, I, but I didn't just, I, my whole point is, I just didn't want to bring that into the show. I'd love to talk about funny stuff and anything that you have for me, I would love to just like, <laughs> I would love to just get out of what I'm I'm doing and like... like, I don't
1: mean to sound creepy, but I like you so much more. (laughs) Thanks. I really do. In fact, we were just talking about where different people were from and someone was like, why do you know Utah? And I was like, I went there to go change my life. And I just, you know, I went through a really painful divorce and I I wasn't doing very well. And I just wanted to go talk to some people on how to pull myself out of a hole. And I had these two kids that I had to fight for and um, I needed help. So I started reaching out to different people and eventually I really made some big, sweeping changes in my life. And um, I got I got on a, a whole new track, not back on track, but a brand new one that I helped build with other people asking for support. And like, I, I'm all over the place too. You really are in the right space. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like go to for support when you're feeling like this?
2: Well, my girl is really centered and kind of was like the one who encouraged me to face my past and stuff and and pick out what it is that that I'm running from and why I like put on those smiles that I don't want to wear and stuff like that. And so that, that was big for me. And I, I think also I was like, I was just walking behind my daughter in the airport the other day and like, She just has this walk. It's this pure like bounce. She's so excited for life. Like she's so young in her life and I've experienced so much in my life. I just pray to every God that exists that like she keeps that bounce forever and doesn't like no one interferes with that and that she like that I always get to stand back and watch her have that bounce. Like I will take any amount of torture that it that would come her way if it can just be on me so that she can keep that forever because that's something that it, it's like it's worth living for to see that, you know? She's so like her voice is so sweet and it's not tainted with like what the world has to offer. And anyway, remember when you were in 50 first dates?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, totally. I'm so in love with my children, I never knew what life or love was until I was born the day they were. They changed everything for me. And whatever experiences I had or went through, they just made me think I have to figure this out and <laughs> and, and become a strong, wise person for them. And now my daughter, the other day I got lost driving and I was just flipping out behind mm. the wheel and my daughter was like, mom, you need to take a deep breath and calm down. Yeah. And I was like Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I just was so grateful to her for being like, now the roles are reversing. Yeah, no, and that's like, a, she's,
2: she's like my mom.
1: What was the last thing your daughter told you that like was smarter than what you would have said or done?
2: The other day I, I had to, Witness myself being a rule follower for the first time and her breaking a rule for the first time. I was like, oh God, what's happening? I was at the, uh, we. I took her to Greece and uh, her, Megan and I went to the Parthenon and uh, we went to Acropolis and we got up there and I made the stupid mistake of like looking at the section that's like restricted. And when I was like, I bet all the cool stuff's in there. And <laughs> Megan was like, well, shouldn't we go? And I was like, nah, probably not. I watched The Mummy and National Treasure and all the people that touch things (laughs) that aren't supposed to be touched and watched it go really bad. And uh, she was like, well, Casey, do you want to go? And I was like, and Casey was like, yeah. And I was like, oh God, I'm just going to stay here. And they went across the ropes and like the door burst open, they were like, What are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, And they screamed and like ran away, and we got kicked out the parking lot. But it was, uh, yes! but uh, it's a proud moment. There was also like a proud moment was like, This isn't a proud moment, but there was, uh, I got a call one time her school was like, Hey, so you know, your daughter got into a, th- a thing with this boy, and I was like, What happened? They were like, The boy was talking bad about you, and I was like, Good job. Don't ever do that again, but I love you so much.
3: It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine,
4: see what FedEx can do for your business.
1: Absolutely, positively FedEx. Here's a question that relates back to your other thing. Like when you are smiling, but you don't feel like it, how have you accepted that about yourself? Because I like the truth of people. I like the colors and the light and the dark and the in-between the chiaroscuro, if you will. I Uh, I like to keep it real.
2: But I don't know who I am. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what exists outside of the the paper and pen and the recordings that I make. Like that was. That's who I have been comfortable with the whole time. Right? Do you so, think
1: that that is the real you in those writings and with that pen and with the guitar? Is that a part of you?
2: For sure, those are my stories. Like that's that is me. But. I can't exist my entire life as a song, right? Like the song's over after three minutes and 15 seconds. So I have to, what do I do with the rest of the 24 hours that I
1: have to exist? It's interesting to know that's your perspective because um, I like you, I like you so much. Like I had to eat a bowl of macaroni and cheese cause I had a hard day at work. Cause you know, I, I'm still learning on this job and I, I just eviscerate myself all the time. So I understand. Yeah,
2: but don't, don't let yourself like get in the way of the things that people love about you, which is like, uh, you know, we're, we're scared to have a learning curve in our life because we're, comments make us feel like we're supposed to have it right at that very moment and what they don't realize is that life is growth. Like if, if someone has a desire to grow and they they show it then we should encourage it. It's odd that I don't know, sometimes the world disappoints me. I, I don't I don't mean to bring that into this. I know my publicist is back there just like what are you doing? You're supposed oh, to yeah, talk I'm about sure nails. your
1: publicist. I, your publicist is probably like
2: uh-huh. <laughs> I just, my aesthetic eye is killing me. I gotta redo this hand.
1: Okay, like, please. Yeah, um, by the way, okay, so if you can see those things in me and your daughter, are you gonna be able to see that in yourself? Because everything you just said about all of us, I see in you. Excuse me, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry, but I had to do that.
3: Oh, that well, was <laughs>
2: I, um, I really hope so. You know, I want to I wanna stick around to see how the story ends. So,
1: I think you're holding the pen. I think you are the writer. Yeah. Speaking of writing,
2: <laughs>
1: how do you like that for a segue? <laughs> Maybe I don't suck at this job so badly. Will you tell me about this book, Hotel Diablo?
2: Yeah, I am a huge lover of graphic novels. I think it's an escape into a fantasy world, n- not just leaving it up to your mind for those who can't read words and put visuals to them, but it kind of does, does both. There's no superheroes and capes in this comic. There's no, I mean, I think it's almost just like a reflection of what we've been talking about.
1: When you get like dark and deep, does Megan go like, oh honey, or is she like lighten up?
2: Oh no, she's, she's the most compassionate person ever. But I think like my dark is just so dark. She's like, oh God.
5: <laughs>
2: like, she, but no, she's, she's super compassionate. She's the nicest person I've ever met. And like, she, she loves me for me and all my crazy. So, I,
1: what tactic does she use to sort of open one up that we could all benefit from? Cause we're all trying to do that for each other.
2: Exorcism. Mm-hmm. some real demons in there that we got to get out
1: i have literally reagan upstairs like can someone bring her down so i can pr- show and prove can i ask how you guys met did you get set up on a date
2: we were filming a movie and uh which i which ironically i took because The only only reason I took the movie was because they were like, your scenes with Megan Fox. And I was like, I'll take the movie. And, um, (laughs) but I stayed outside the trailer and my gut is always right. And I'm grateful for it because for some reason, I knew she would invite me to lunch. And then all of a sudden, someone came over and they were like, Megan wants to know if you want to have lunch in a trailer. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so surprised. Yeah, absolutely. I had like a whole bag packed like, like, and uh, I went in there and uh, she said, how do you feel? And I said, I'm lost. And she said, let's find you. And I was like, <gasps> it Killed me. I was like, she, I mean, she, she was Cupid and I was, I was.
1: You got hit by her arrow.
2: Right in the.
1: Um, by the way, I have someone here who wants to visit Oh, thank you. You mentioned Exorcist. <laughs> thank you, Daniel.
2: Oh, my God, hi. <laughs> oh, should we do that? <laughs> I, I, I relate. I feel you.
1: So every morning, um, Reagan greets us in the uh, writer's room because this was what my daughter wanted for Halloween. And then I bought it and I brought it and then she was like, okay, I changed my mind. It's too scary. So now she's been living in our office.
2: (laughs) Well, since you're here. um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Keep being that, keep breaking down those walls keep making your music, keep feeling your feelings, smile when you want to, don't when you don't want to, make that be okay for other people. Maybe your discomfort will be a gateway and an open door and a bridge for someone else who might feel that feeling but doesn't know what to do with it. That's,
2: that's why I named it Undone. Cause I was like, you're not, you shouldn't be done like changing, you shouldn't be done evolving. And it's like as simple as nail polish can seem, it's still like, action of meditating or breathing is also simple it's like all i have to do is breathe but it is wild like to see what breathing like deep breaths or like those things yeah yeah it's absolutely blew my mind what that one word has done you shouldn't you shouldn't be done i i i watched my father change like right before he passed because he, he wasn't done and like he wasn't scared to like make a step even in the age that he was and in the state that he was. And like the coolest thing my dad did, I remember like for so many years, I hid my tattoos from him. I had been tattooed since I was 14 years old, but, uh, and I revealed them when I was 18 or 19, something like that, like. I mean, he got a playful. I was like, I have a baby on the way. And also, (laughs) (laughs) He was like, Oh my God, what's <laughs> happening? And, uh, but he was on the hospital bed and, like, <laughs> he, like, lifted up the gown and he had a tattoo on his hand. And I was like, it was a Jesus tattoo, of course, but, uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was so rad. He wasn't d- done becoming the person that he wanted to be until it was his time. And that's maybe why his time came, cause, like, he finally, he, there was one last step he had to take and he took it. And that was fire.
1: I think we have a lot to talk about, like with our dads, by the way. I
2: just can't stress about what my publicist is back there thinking.
1: I can't He's passed out by the way.
2: She's gonna be like, I just, it's like, cause the the funniest part, this is is also funny. I go, she, she looked at me before I walked out here. She was like, all right, based off of the last 15 minutes from being around you, <laughs> do you really want to go out there? And I was like, dude, I'm not gonna bring any of this out there. <laughs> <I'm>,
1: <laughs> my sorry mommy to leave said- you out.
2: All due respect, I never want to see you again ever in my life.
1: She just wants to be loved too. Please stand up with me? Yeah, of course. I have to tell you, I was excited to meet you and I thought that I really liked you.
2: <laughs> She's like, and now, you gotta get out. I never want to see you again.
1: And now, I have to tell you, I love you. Thanks.
3: or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
0: Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human.
1: Thank you for calling Amika Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of.
0: At Amika, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amika: Empathy is our best policy.
1: Welcome back. I just want to thank Machine Gun again for also being a man who reveals his feelings and a gentleman. Um, who is putting something so fantastic out in the world. He's such a trendsetter. And changing, you know, what men do with their fashion and flair and expression. So his lacquer company, Undone Lacquer, as we heard about, you know, cause he's looking to have a name that is less than perfect. We are all undone. It's very sexy too. Um, And this is just incredible, this product. I applaud him for putting it out into the world. He has a giant platform. People are following what he does. It's exciting when people take this artistic license and do things that include everybody. And I'm so excited to make sure to promote this fantastic new brand that he has put out into the world as we got into much and many discussions at the core also of what we wanted to present to everybody is this wonderful company that he started. And I'm just so excited for this launch. He's such a trendsetter and just, you know, Gives the license for us all to play. And I just could not applaud this launch more. So get your undone lacquer and play. We'll be right back. for Drew's News, your fresh and fluffy good news muffin. Ooh, who doesn't want a fluffy muffin? (laughs) With me at the desk is my little banana nut muffin, Rossi Ross Yeah, I'm a fluffy muffin myself.
6: (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, Drew.
1: What is your favorite muffin?
6: To be honest, my favorite muffin is the most boring thing about me. But I love like a branny, like oh, you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, almost like a. Um, a <laughs> someone's mad at me. I love it. Yeah, or like a um, carrot
1: cakey kind of muffin. Oh give yeah. me carrot cake any day. I like a really nice blueberry where they put that sugar on top and it's sort of hardened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. and then you get to like the base. You've really just annihilated the top. <laughs> well, you know we love the good news pop culture and interesting findings. So first up, we've got news about a friend and favorite tag teamer to this show. It's Miss Dakota Johnson. I love her. Um, (laughs) She is a regular on this show and her production company Tea Time and our little yellow book collaborate on curated lists for everybody. Mm Um, We love joining forces with her to co-curate lists of stuff that we love. Her and I have selected specifically that we want to share with you. In fact, we just put up our warm and cozy top 10 things to watch. You get it on our website. I just put it out on my social. And, Allure magazine is reporting that this renaissance woman has revealed that she has yet another talent. Oh, she just does uh, tattoos. Oh, oh, in her spare time? In her spare time. Apparently, Dakota gave Olivia Coleman her very first tattoo using a stick and poke kit. Oh, what is that now, a stick and poke? It's like you dip it in the ink and then you jam it in the skin.
6: Uh, uh, don't get any ideas Barrymore, that's not <laughs> happening,
1: no. You know what I would do to you, like the toothpaste on the finger and put your hand in the hot water, like real can't, 80's camp can't movie stuff. Oh yeah, but, but this you got a tattoo here on the show, you remember? I certainly did get a tattoo here on the show. Mm-hmm. Right there, it says yeah. home is where we are. <clears throat> and there's another one under it that says, please God moisturize my skin. <laughs> Um, well, we don't know what her tattoo is or where it is, um, but we do know that it happened after a wild night celebrating their new movie, The Lost Daughter, directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, and this movie is getting major, major buzz. Ross, do you have no. a tattoo?
6: Yeah, I have a Drew's News uh, tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> As well, you should. Oh my God. <laughs> if I just leaned over to grab something one day and you're like, is that a Drew
1: Smith's logo? Right? Um, <laughs> um, one person uh, that is making headlines right now and I really wanted to pull this story particularly for this show is because a friend of mine was telling me that her daughter was really um, having a hard time with social media and that it was really affecting her mental wellness. And her and I were actually talking about like... The Bella Hadid's of the world and how they're presented with this fabulous life, and you know,
6: um, and that's what we see on Instagram when we look at their, their
1: impossible feeds. beauty, yeah. um, an evolution of someone who goes from a young girl to this sort of front-running superstar trendsetter. And I went home and I was on Instagram and I found this story, and I want to share it with you. So Bella Hadid recently posted a very open and vulnerable post. Insider reports that she opened up about her own mental health and shared photos of herself at home in some of her toughest moments. She wrote, people forget that everyone is basically feeling the same way. Lost, confused, not really sure why they're here, And she said that we've got to come together in our flaws, in our insecurity, in our joy, in our happiness, and accept it all as beautiful and natural. It resonated. It's got, you know, millions of likes, but let's go beyond the likes. Let's just go beyond the button pressing. I'm very grateful to hear this from her. I mean, What are your thoughts, Ross? I think it's never been harder to grow up. You
6: know, we all have been there when we were kids and we were looking at TV or magazines or just our peers, comparing ourselves to them and trying to hold ourselves to whatever standard. And now there's just a constant feed. You're being inundated with images and examples of what you should be. And here is somebody who has a platform that people are looking at, and she's chosen to be vulnerable and to start a conversation. And the whole point of social media is to have a conversation. And so it gets a bad rap sometimes. Social media is full of bullying or it's full of cat videos playing with yarn, which I love. But this is shedding light on how this can be a tool for good.
1: Yeah. Right? I also wonder when we dive so hard and we binge and indulge and marinate in this stuff sometimes, we have got to pull ourselves out. It's almost human nature to go, you know what? I've really had enough. Mm. I actually need to go to another place, a different extreme. And I think that we might be at that tipping point. I'm appreciative of this moment. And I'd like to really push it forward because I see something very healthy on the horizon. Yes, I love this
6: conversation you're
1: having. You feel like in this this place of... Real honesty, you feel there? I'm inspired by everybody else. Let's use this platform for humanity and not sensationalism every five seconds. Interesting. I don't put my kids out there. There's a lot of things I don't share about myself. My life is very quiet because I'm not sitting there going, I'm putting it all out there. But I know like a little squirrel with my nuts, what to like put in my cheeks and store for the winter. So it's just yours. Yes, we all should learn our personal lines and draw the lines for other people of what we let in. What is too much and what is just that perfect amount?
6: Mm. Yeah, and only you can decide for you. We can
1: curate this. Yeah, we can. And we can control this. We can control ourselves. We can control our actions. We can control our intake. And we can write a new narrative of what we expect of social media out there in the world. And leaders who are so, you know, if famous on these platforms can start to change the narrative uh, with us as well, which Absolute, is great. Absolutely. Good, well good news. Said. All right, we'll be right back with more. I'm
6: The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana.
5: It doesn't get any better than this.
1: The Drew's news last thing, a pick from the little yellow book, which is my personal curation of all the things that I love that I want you to know about. We also collectively work on this uh, with the show, and today it is Blake Lively's brand new line of non-alcoholic mixers, Betty
3: Buds. <laughs>
1: I love that picture of her. Can we show that again? I mean, this is a campaign picture. I'm like, yeah, I want in on that moment. She's so beautiful inside and out. And her husband, Ryan, ironically, has a gin out there in the world, but apparently Blake is not a drinker. And she sent this to me, and it's a note from her. I got a note from Blake Lively. I was like, oh my God. Um, And it says, please uh, drink responsibly. You may actually want to keep this for yourself, chill or enjoy with ice and mint. Now these are meant to either mix with alcohol because most people want to imbibe sometimes, not others. And so she made something that works for everybody. Speaking of Betty Buzz, this is getting all the buzz everywhere. People are really talking about this. It's delicious. Mm. Oh my God! I admire lemon, what do you have? Oh my (laughs) God, sparkling grapefruit. Yum. Ugh, I know what I'm drinking at my next (laughs) soiree. Thanks Blake. Blake, you're so awesome. Thank you so much for sending this to me. (gasps) Um,
6: Zero calories. Oh.
1: Mm. Oh, my God. It, it's so delicious, you guys. Run out. Betty Buzz, grab it. Cheers, Rossi. Cheers. Girl. We'll be right back.
3: It's really good.
4: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at
6: Acura.com.
1: Welcome back. All week long, we have been celebrating one of the most talked-about movies of the year, West Side Story, it opens tonight. From Tony Award winning hits like Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen, Billy Elliot, our next guests have leapt from the stage onto the big screen to play the boys from the Jets and the Sharks. Here they are in that iconic dance scene. They will take your breath away in this movie. Take a look. come here. Thank you so much. We're so proud to be doing West Side Story Week. What was it like making this film for you guys? And I love Steven so much. What was your experience like with him, Mike?
4: Personally, it it, it was an honor to witness him because he came at it and approached the material from such a place of respect and love. And that was an infectious kind of uh, place to, to start this uh, journey I think for all of us. And uh, it spread like wildfire through the cast. And um, I don't know, I mean, he's just an amazing, he's an amazing director. We all know this, yeah. but he's an amazing person. Yes. Yeah, really a genuine, authentic human. And it's a very rare thing uh, to come across. And that was incredible.
1: Josh, When you were doing this film, how did you handle or approach taking on this character that was going to be so fateful in the story?
5: Well, I think uh, it was a nice process that helped me grow a lot as an actor in person, thanks to the welcoming environment that everybody cultivated on the creative team and the cast, that at a certain point, you know, I really, really had to trust myself and trust everybody else and, and... you know, cooperate and collaborate to to make what, I'm just so excited for you to see it, what ended up being, like, one of the most special experiences in my entire life.
1: And I think it's one of the most special films ever made. I really do. It is hard. I thought a lot about this week and how I would try to honor and bring to life all the tones and nuances and yet big, sweeping, thought-provoking, you know, life-affirming <laughs> things that are in this film, because this is as good as it gets in storytelling um, and and filmmaking and you're dancing and you're fighting and you're singing and you're acting and it's everything. (laughs) It's it's amazing. uh, David. (laughs) You were in the military.
0: I was, yes.
1: Um, How did this experience compare to the diligence of that when you get into something as creative, but demanding as this?
0: Yeah, you know, um, I spent three years in the army and it honestly, it made me a, a better artist in some way. And I think I actually took a lot from that experience into my character in Bernardo. Um, Bernardo is a fighter and he's got that warrior inside of him and I I, you know that I felt like I tapped into that when I was in the army but when you make a movie like this with Steven Spielberg um, and you feel that passion and that love and that energy and you're telling such a powerful message um, to a generation that needs to hear it it's that's when I'm when I'm reminded, this is why I do it. This is why I love it so much, and this is why I can't give up. And this is what I want to do for the rest of my life.
1: This film just really has it all. And in getting to know you guys, I was wondering if I could ask you the final questions that I've also asked to Rachel and Ariana um, as well. Will you do the uh, final questions with me, real quick?
2: All right. Yeah. All right. It's time
1: for the final six because there's three of them. And we want to Mike, will you tell me the last lie you told?
4: Oh. (laughs) Uh, Coming in hot. Oh, wow. What was the (laughs) last lie that I told? Um, I don't remember. (laughs) They're too frequent. Yikes. Um, <laughs> too many to remember. Yeah, too many to remember.
5: Uh, 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 Mike has never lied <laughs> in his life.
4: I probably lied about uh, what I ate, honestly, because, like, really what I had was, like, a chocolate croissant and, like, cookies. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, no, I had asparagus.
1: Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> a food lie. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. All right, Josh, one detail behind the scenes, a quick memory that we wouldn't know about.
5: I just bought this really cool underwear that had a bunch of bacon and eggs on it. <laughs> and, and that's what I was wearing underneath my Chino costume during Dance of the Gym. I so. love that! <laughs> Josh, so. good answer! Bacon <laughs>
1: and Well, that part lays well. David, what's your latest food craving?
0: I guess Hot Cheetos? Nice.
1: Um, Okay, Mike, what song should we put into heavy rotation right now?
4: Oh my gosh. Um, uh, Oh my gosh, Um, what's the one I'm thinking? Love Will Tear Us Apart.
1: Oh gosh. That's that's not,
4: that's like Joy Division, actually. Yes, that's a great (laughs) song. Not what I was thinking.
1: I, I would go for it. Okay, that. Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division, a classic. Favorite Sunday movie?
5: Uh, favorite Sunday movie. Uh, so I, I do this thing with my friends where we get together and uh, we watch like terrible '80s action. Any Schwarzenegger movie that's like not Predator or Terminator. <laughs> 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 yes.
1: Okay, David. Um, a favorite Steven moment.
0: I think it has to be um, this moment when we're dancing at the gym. We're doing shooting the dance at the gym sequence. Um, And it was like this beautiful shot that he got, and he was just so excited, and he got the whole ensemble. He's like, everyone, come over here. And we get behind, we see the playback, and just the whole room roars out, and and just like, it it was just an insane party, and everyone was hugging everyone. I remember I just looked over at Steven, and I hugged him. I'm like, this is incredible, you know? And it was just a beautiful moment, because I think throughout this whole time of shooting this, we all knew we were creating and making something so special and we were just so grateful to be there every single day
1: and that you did thank you so much thank you, thank because you. it's a testament to you josh andreas rivera mike Fyfe, and david alvarez be sure to catch west side stories in theaters today thank you for choosing to spend your time with us today we make this show for you so